Welcome to Got Something to Say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Got Something to Say is brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guests today are Ryan Art and Edith Nickel. They're part of the St. Joe Kickers Club. How are you guys? Good to have you. Doing great, Johnny. Thanks so much for having us on today. I'm excited to talk about the Kickers Club. I've spent many, many years there growing up uh, and still try to get over there when I can. Uh, but you guys are, are celebrating a pretty big milestone, the 70th anniversary. Uh, and Ryan, you're actually the current president. Is that right? That is correct. I am the president, uh, at least until uh, the uh, next week when elections are. So, All right. Uh, All right. Trying to hold on. You're doing some campaigning or anything? No. Ryan, I <laughs> uh, have done six years now between the two terms, and I am uh, ready to uh, leave it to the next generation and uh, let them uh, take the ball and keep running or kicking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the the history in just a moment, but your your big celebration uh, you're really you're celebrating it all year, uh, but you have uh, something going on this weekend, correct? That is correct. On Saturday, uh, doors open at 6 p.m. and we are having our 70th uh, anniversary. It will be. Uh, I already have more res- reservations than mm-hmm. I think we've had for any event, and I can't tell you. It's probably since the 60th, 10 years ago. So lots of families showing up. We've got the Schornbrecher band coming, which is, I've heard they're kind of like the Rolling Stones of uh, Polka. Oh, so, nice. Uh, that is a huge draw. Uh, Going to have a Rouladen dinner, which for people who don't know, that's uh, beef rolls. So it's like mm-hmm. a real thick cut of roast beef that they put uh, vegetables and a piece of bacon yeah. and pickle on and roll it up and uh Bakes in its own juices, mm-hmm. makes an awesome gravy, and I think we're having spotzel with it, which is a egg noodle for yeah. Germans, and uh, we'll have some wonderful desserts, and it will be a killer, killer night, and we're super, super, super excited. That's really awesome. I'm really excited about it. It's a great, great place for uh, families to come by and uh, enjoy and celebrate. Um, and, and speaking of family, we were talking about that how it, it, how it all got started. Is uh, a lot of people that were family that wanted to bring it all together and and ryan as you as i was asking you to come on the show to talk about this stuff you were like you know what i should really get edith to come by and edith we're related in some way right bruno my husband yeah yes Yes. your dad and my husband were cousins okay first cousins and that's uh that's a great uh thing about the, the the kickers club i know growing up is that uh Everybody, just about everybody was related in some way, whether it be cousins or great friends. And that's kind of how it all got started. But tell me a little bit about uh, the history of, uh, of the Kickers Club. Back 1953, how did it all get started? Well, actually, it's probably started earlier than that with um, the immigrants coming. And, of course, um, not speaking the language. They mm-hmm. did seek each other out. And soccer being such a big sport in Germany, they just carried it over. Uh, I always was told that, that in the beginning, they didn't even have a soccer ball. Eventually, oh. your uncle, Bruno Paul, ordered one, and that's when they really started to be organized. Okay. So they played at uh, different fields. Iwana Park was probably the first one. 
and then out of that group, they 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 had um, camaraderie mm-hmm. and would get together and just kind of bounce uh, thoughts about. And the next thing we knew, they were organized in nineteen fifty four. They formed the club. Well, basically nineteen fifty three, but by, yeah. by nineteen fifty four, they had an administration, a president, and carried it on. So, and that was the beginning. Yeah. And uh, they give credit to eight founders okay. and charter members. Of those eight, only two are still living. Wow. And that's Ernst, or Ernie Olke, and um, Herbert Lorke. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- the rest, you know, just kept on growing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and we've seen it grow over the years, and it's... it's uh as far as multi-generations going through there and, and really all surrounded around that, that love and passion for soccer and, right. or football, as I like to call it. Right, uh, right. Foosball. Foosball. Yes, foosball. <laughs> is, yes, exactly how. Uh, and, and, um, and, and it really, the, the great part about it is that that was that, the love for that. It was people from all over, you know, Correct. from Germany. It didn't matter if you were from America, Mexico, uh, Canada, anywhere. So if you had that love, and you wanted to play. Correct. They said, hey, let's do it. But not only sports, it was family oriented. Mm-hmm. The families would come and watch and uh, have uh, later on um, a kind of a uh, um, picnic like atmosphere, mm-hmm. bring food and enjoy. And once the club was built, it became a social event. Now, when did the club get built? 1971. 1971. Okay. Because 7071 was a grand opening. Okay. May of 71. Wow. Right. And then what year did uh, Ewald, uh, as president, have the addition put on? 1978. 78. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For, so, the, for the indoor side that's of things. Right. That's indoor, where the yes. small, uh, it was a 100 by 100 edition, yeah. where they moved the Oktoberfest because they used to have the big tent. Yeah. We're able to have overflow inside, like you see the big halls over in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, Johnny, you're right. They started put up these wood walls yeah. and uh, put down uh, AstroTurf, which I'm sure it was AstroTurf brand, how old it was, but uh, and played indoor for many, many, many years. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember that side of things, not only for the the playing of the indoor soccer, but especially the picnics of going there uh, with my family for many, many years. Uh, we always looked forward to that, as well as Oktoberfest, uh, to go and, and just hang out and have some fun with family. We were. It's been interesting to see kind of how the uh, transformation has taken place with, uh, we had, you know, weekends and weekends mm-hmm. of Oktoberfest. And then as things changed and we had fewer and fewer, um, we then I, were... Fortunate or unfortunate enough to get uh, teamed up with the Tough Man organization, mm. uh, which then used the facility for several Tough Man events a year. It was uh, quite interesting. Uh, Brian Gumble came one time oh, wow. with uh, HBO, and they shot one of the segments there about uh, Tough Man, uh, and they wanted to use our facility because you know everybody was close together, and it was very exciting, and you know lots and lots of people there for good camera footage and. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we uh, the membership, you know, made a decision then in uh, 2010 to put an addition on uh, to the indoor. So now that indoor is, uh, I believe, 100 by 220, 
It's the longest field on the west side of Michigan that's available to the public, as far as I know still. Wow. Um, and we made the transformation, focused back on soccer again, and we have approximately 250 kids playing each week at the kickers, and there's probably close to at least five, if not 6,000 people total that come to watch those games. Mm -hmm. and it's uh, really been a... Um, it's kind of how the club has transformed over the years yeah. and um but we still are focused on soccer and making sure people in southwest michigan have a great time when they come out and you're still focused on family and 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 community uh and doing things in the community as well whether it be a, a wedding a fundraiser uh a prom or something like that uh i know i spent Many a weddings uh, uh, hanging out there, some weddings of people that I didn't even know because my grandmother worked in the, the did a lot of work in the kitchen as well as my grandfather doing uh, stuff on the fields as well and maintaining all that. So yeah, I spent a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. Edith, what are some of your, your favorite memories of being a part of the Kickers Club? Because you've been a part of it in, in many aspects, right? Since 1956, yes. Wow. Um, yes, um, dances. In the beginning, we had monthly dances. That was something uh, to look forward to. Yeah. Picnics. And just uh, soccer uh, um, events, soccer, um, Sunday afternoon soccer games, mm -hmm. where the family went out afterwards. We would socialize. This really became a quite a um, focused uh, point on Sunday afternoons because the kickers now had a clubhouse, and we could actually do that. Yeah. Prior to that, we would have our dances at different places, depending where we could find the hall. Right. And uh, the bands were um, reasonable. So that was what our income at that time, is the proceeds from the dances. Okay. Bazaars in the beginnings, we would have bazaars to raise money for the, for the building. And uh, you might recall... Your grandpa was a drummer in the I first do, band. I do remember <laughs> that. I, I have uh, pictures to prove it. Uh, and, and actually, my cool thing about family is that my uh, cousin, uh, actually, his first set of drums was my grandfather's set of drums. Oh, wow. So he passed it down to him. So that was really cool to, to see that kind of. Now, I don't think my cousin's playing in a polka band. Uh, but he's probably still playing in a band, so that's that's really cool to see a lot of that that family tradition kind of right. live on. Yes, we were very very fortunate. I mean, Halloween events. Yeah, we had a huge Christmas party where every mm -hmm. single kid would get a present, and um, it still happens, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's just, um, it's just, you know. Yeah. It's, it's evolved, I guess. Now right. we're, again, we're seeing more of those kids, not necessarily from the families, but from the soccer community that are coming into the club and enjoying it. Yeah. So, lots well, of kids stuff to do. Very kid focused. Absolutely. Uh, and I even remember uh, times where I didn't go to the Christmas party. I still got a Christmas present, right. which right. I, thought <laughs> was, <laughs> I thought was cool. I'd go to my grandma's house to, uh, to celebrate Christmas. She's like, oh yeah, this is from the Kickers Club. And that was really cool. Well, your name was on a membership list, so yeah. you got it present. Yep, right. exactly. Uh, we're talking with Edith Nickel and Ryan Arndt about the uh, St. Joe Kickers Club and their 70th anniversary celebration. That well, We're celebrating it all year, but also uh, this weekend is a very special event. Uh, tell me more uh, about the, the event itself and what's going to be happening. You said there's going to be great food. There's going to be a great band. Uh, how can people come and 
enjoy it. Um, so you can go uh, online to stjoekickers.com and there's, there's information under events. Uh, you certainly can uh, call the club and uh, talk to somebody there, 429-1057. Uh, again, 429-1057. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will get you in touch with uh, somebody who can, you, you need to have a reservation. Again, this is going to be a very nice meal. We're going to do a champagne toast. Uh, there's going to be lots of memorabilia that people are bringing to lay out on the tables. And we've been very blessed uh, when, you know, unfortunately somebody's, family member passes mm-hmm. away that the family has been really thoughtful and kept all that kickers memorabilia and brought it to the club to share. And we do a really good job of getting it posted with different news articles yeah. and everything. So, um, so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, my good friend Edith here is going to say a, a few words for us and um, we'll uh, have a short uh, speech that I'm going to do. And yeah, Edith, have you have, have you had thoughts on what you're going to say? Well, there's so many things you can right. say, and I surely don't want to uh, bore the audience or the even. <laughs> you don't give it. You don't want to give it all away. Yes, yeah. yeah. You don't want to give away the magic. <laughs> but you yet. know, you do want to thank the people that volunteer and continue to volunteer and and support the club in all aspects. And uh, it wouldn't exist with all the mm-hmm. volunteer work because you could not possibly pay everybody that. Yeah that contributes sure so and yes we have members that give beyond their their uh, calling mm-hmm. and i know that our sports director chris mm-hmm. hack and his wife are constantly busy doing things that are beyond their yeah beyond their calling but um there's others that do the same thing sure the administration of course and and everybody that can chip in is willing to do that yep. yeah. absolutely yeah, it's really great. Again, going back to focusing on the kids, one mm-hmm. of the things that took place uh, about, I guess, 13 years ago now is uh, we entered a joint venture agreement with the Southwest Michigan Soccer Association, and that's the youth soccer concept. Yeah. Uh, so we've got an arrangement where they rent fields from us, and they're actually running our very, very young uh, indoor program with the 8- and 10-year-olds. Cool. Um, but that's been a... Uh, great way to get some new faces involved and you know i always say uh, get the kids involved and the, the parents will follow and um that's definitely helped and one of our swm people is the one who lines all the fields now for volunteer work yeah. and uh, like edith said none of us are are paid that work the admin or on the yeah. board and um but it's just how it's always been people are are there to help whatever the club needs and we've been super blessed and we want to give everybody a big thank you this saturday and have a big party and it's it's going to be one hell of a party johnny we'll have a great time it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun for sure and uh, i will say too that uh, when you are there whether it be to play soccer you go there for an event uh it's it's always good to to sit down with uh anybody that's there especially if they're older and kind of just Sit down and just tell me about things. Tell me mm-hmm. stories. Tell me things that I want to know. Uh, maybe something that because for me, you know, there was a good period of time where I wasn't hanging out there that much as I got older. Um, but just, just go back and uh, see family or see friends or see some people. I think e- even Edith, when I was there for uh, uh, a, a member night uh, after uh, a funeral of a family member that passed, I think it was you mm-hmm. that uh, leaned over to the table mm-hmm. and said. 
Who are you guys? Because uh, you look you look familiar. You look like your father. I just want to just want to confirm and make sure. And then yeah, you shared uh, many stories as well uh, that evening. So I think that's that too is to to not only remember the history and 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 the foundation of the uh, organization, but uh, when you get a chance, you know, talk to some of those people. Because I'm sure Ryan, you you spent how many years have you been around from playing playing soccer yourself to now being a member and being the president? I think it was 1999. Wow. So a friend of mine, uh, Tim Judkins invited me to come out and, uh, we played soccer and I wasn't good and got yelled at for not passing. Right. But, sure. uh, <laughs> I at least came in and had a beer with the guys and they respected that. And I did that for many, many years with, uh, and then all of a sudden got involved in the board and yeah. it's been a, been a long career, but it's one of the very few things I do a lot of community work and sure. my, my business and mm-hmm. kickers club is by far the most rewarding. It's uh it's a wonderful place for, and I hope it's around for many, many, many more years. And, and, and to do that and to continue to grow is that, that adding more members and more people to that. I, I'm sure on Saturday, you'll probably give that, that opportunity for people to, to learn more about how to become a member. But if people do uh, want to consider doing that, and being a part of it, whether volunteer or being a member or something like that, how do they find out that information? Well, again, we've got a great website, stjoekickers.com. And if you go under uh, members, uh, which in the drop down tab, yeah. you'll be able to pull up an application that can be filled out online. I can tell you that being a member of the Kickers Club still remains extremely affordable, especially for what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a wonderful members' night on Thursday with very, um, kindly pricing yeah. on everything and uh, a lot of people show up to watch football games uh, real american football and, yeah. and play uh so uh yes you can find out what you need there but better yet come out on a thursday night mm-hmm. or come out on saturday uh i guarantee you no matter what you're into or what you want to help with there's there's a there's an opportunity for you out there and it's very rewarding and you get to meet a lot of good people and um yeah, and we're seeing a lot of new members. Like last year, we had over 30 members join, which That's is great. fantastic, uh, coming from the soccer community. And I think that there's still some people think that you got to be of German descent or right. to join the club. And that's just not the case mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, you know, Modelo's our number one selling beer now. So <laughs> it's uh, definitely. Um, and the, the adopted language, the language of the, the, the club, I think at one point was German, but now it's English, correct? Is that right? Is that right? Yes. Uh, it was German until 1968 when we then um, yeah. incorporated and changed to the English language. The president at that time was Siegfried uh, Piontek. No. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I do want to say something. Yeah, Absolutely. I think Amaro is sort of a, a nice place to meet old friends and make new acquaintances. And I think that's been the kicker's... Uh, um, gold, sort of. Yeah. Come as a friend and meet new people. And I think that still holds true. Yes, you know, yes. That's something sure. that started at the very right. beginning of the foundation, right. and it right. still holds true today. Right. Yeah. Correct. You know, if you come out on a Thursday and sit down, and just like you said, Johnny, uh, sit down and talk to some of the more experienced members mm-hmm. that we have out there, it is just incredible that the stories you hear. We had a, a our kitchen manager, Ruth Kelm, uh, she, uh, came from Poland and mm-hmm. she was escaping and, um, got put on a train and her mother gave her two jars of meat and, uh, 
Uh, she hadn't even, I don't think they had made it very far and she had given all the meat away to the soldiers sure. that were hurt on the, on the train. And yet they wound up here and, um, yeah. you know, started a new life. And we had so many members that came through Canada, right? A few, so, a few, yeah, yes, Canada, a few. Because I guess you had to stop in Canada before they'd let you in the mm-hmm. U.S. back then. But um, it's just, it's, the history is just amazing. And it's uh, one of those things you don't want to lose. Right, exactly. So, well, most of the immigrants were displaced uh, right. through the war. So they were sort of refugees. And this, this opportunity to come to America was a great, great promise and great opportunity. So no wonder they spoke German mm-hmm. because they did seek each yeah. other out. But Absolutely. eventually it had to change because the new generation preferred the English language. And the popularity of, of soccer around the world Absolutely. Uh, grew as well over time. Absolutely. So so many of our, our soccer players, the young soccer players, became coaches in this yeah. community. They were the first ones to support this. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, be part of it right wonderful anything else you'd like to add i think um that's about it i mean we're looking forward this week this weekend and of course seeing old friends there are many that are coming surprisingly and uh, a lot of old members sure and uh, yes it should be a nice evening wonderful again uh website to check out all the info www.stjoekickers.com all right wonderful well thank you guys so much for taking some time to chat with me Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. Got something to say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have something to say? Email Let's Talk at WSJM.com.